The Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast, the podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SinceRightNow.com, with your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. We're, we're having a meeting next week at a park with oh, yeah. some people, and they're like, "Yeah, let's just—it's like a business meeting at a park." Yeah, like, oh, I love that's it. kind of. Yeah, it's a I good idea, that. right? We'd do that. Um, yeah. That's not a bad idea at all. We could even like get lunch or something and take yeah. it somewhere. And yeah, that's picnic. crazy. It's a picnic meeting. It's all um, coming together. It's very exciting. Yeah. Hey, 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 everyone! Hey, I feel like I Friday. Need Ooh, yeah, you look. Oh my God! You just like totally changed your vibe, Chris. You were like it was a night nightclub vibe to a morning mm. after vibe. Like woo, nice. <laughs> Wake up, everybody! Let's get to work. All right, so so we're back. Things are working. Um, we've got people watching. Lynn here. The mayor's in the house. Hello, she's in New yeah. York. She's been traveling. Right. She's back. Uh, Lynn. She's okay. Um, Welcome Lynn, back. Appreciate all of your super fandom. Um, and uh, thanks for being back with us. Um, I got something. I'm going to start off with a couple things. So off the dome, uh, right off the dome, because I've been doing a lot of thinking about this. So so much of sobriety and recovery speak it is uh beholden to the way AA speaks about things, meaning uh, the the framing tends to default to the way AA speaks just just because of sheer numbers. Um, And I was thinking about it in terms of, so so I got into, and the reason I'm thinking about this is I got into a a scrap. I got down in the trenches and was uh, trading trading blows with... uh, a, a, a juice box on Twitter, um, and uh, just a real dick. Um, wow. If I'm being quite honest, and uh, is, is how I perceive this person, and and they came at me with, you know, you need to whatever take your inventory and examine your anger and resentments, and I'm like, you know what? No, I don't. I was like, no, I don't. That's not that's not a an, a recovery thing. That's not a sobriety. That's a that's a twelve step AA thing. Mm-hmm. I'm entitled to my yeah. I'm entitled to my anger. You know what I mean? I believe it was the great poet uh, John Lydon that said, "Anger is an energy." Right? Uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, John Lydon. Yeah, it was John Lydon. Yeah, those John days. Lydon. May the road rise with you. Irish yeah, the poet uh, Zach uh, De La Rosa said, uh, or De La Roca said, yeah. uh, anger is a gift. Yeah, Almond Roca. Uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, and I realized, like, uh, you know, there was a time when I, was, I, I thought that that was legitimate, and, I, and then there was, there's maybe value in it, but then I realized it's okay to be angry. So, and also I realized, because I do carry a lot of them, and they come up a lot, 
I think it's okay. I think resentment isn't exactly the right word for the things I experience that I dislike. It's things that I, um, just because you dislike a behavior, someone else's behavior doesn't mean it's a resentment. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so that's just something I've been tossing around. Is uh, the if someone someone says some recovery stuff at you out right. of the twelve step book that they heard, and whether you need to go along with it because because it's just it's like i get it I totally that get it. that yeah. but also well well to, to uh, i'm i'm secure enough in my sobriety and my recovery that i can weather that and i can process and i can be like you know what, do you know i that, that doesn't i don't i don't i adhere to that i don't apply that it doesn't exact it doesn't work that way for me in my recovery but I do think there's a danger in people using that. I mean, it gets tossed off almost, um, you know, without thinking. Yeah. Like the person using that language doesn't necessarily process it. They just know they get to yeah. throw it out there yeah. in the face of someone coming in, yeah. at them in a way they don't like. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, a, it's a defensive maneuver, not a, a thoughtful maneuver some often totally yeah um, yeah it's too easy there's no intellectually were you having like an intellectual argument about something and then it no this guy didn't have a comeback and it, so it was no. just easy thing to toss off it, it wasn't particularly <laughs> it, was it wasn't particularly intellectual it actually was about no. non-alcoholic beer and someone on twitter mentioned uh they like non-alcoholic beer yeah essentially um and uh well actually what, what they had said was uh that if a non-alcoholic, they were of the mind that if a non-alcoholic beer is what triggers your relapse, yeah. you were probably headed that way anyway. It wasn't the non-alcoholic beer. It was just, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. it, the non-alcoholic beer is a scapegoat. Um, yeah. And, you know, then, of course, there's yeah. a significant, you know, contingent that comes in, as always, yeah. and weighs in of, with, like, not, it's, not, it's not for me. I, sure. I, you know, it's not for me. If you hang out in a barbershop, you're going to uh, get yeah. your ass wiped sometime. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yes. you know, and, and all, all of that kind of bullshit. And it's like, I never mess with it because I know with me, I, I just want the real thing. And if I even blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay. And uh, so somebody asked, like, you know, and people are are sure, like, it's not about just about the taste. You should, you need to question your motives. Why are you even drinking one? Because you can't possibly be drinking it for the taste. Yeah. You know, when there's so many other options, why would you do? You know, look at your motives. Yeah. And this person was just like, I don't know. It's, it's I like an I like a cold NA on a hot summer day. And yeah. this, this other this person responded with a a gif gif. Uh, yeah. of uh, is Jennifer, what's her name? Uh, Hunger Games. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence when she's doing, she's doing like, a, oh yeah, sure, like that, <laughs> and, like GIF. And I'm just yes. like, you motherfucker. Sassy. I'm just like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you, like, you just opened up. Oh yeah. boy. And so I was just having none of it. And um, yeah. And uh, it just turned into a thing, and then it, you know it got me. Yeah. The, uh, you know, you need to examine why you're so angry. And I'm like, no, I don't. I know exactly why I'm angry. I'm angry at you. Right. I'm angry <laughs> at your stupidity. Yeah. Well, and even even like the 12 steps has its yeah. own pidgin English shorthand vernacular where you're right. It's not thoughtful dialogue. It's just right. 
I know what I can say in this instance that will shut you down or, you know, but yeah, examine your motives, taking your inventory, resentment. Uh, there's just so many, I don't know, so many sayings and ready-made sort of uh, things you could say, right. you know? Yeah. I so understand. We get it. But I think it's interesting, Chris, that you were talking about resentments. So we, I have had anger issues and resentment issues. And, sure. And have always been, you know, struggled with their their connection, their usefulness. Do they do me any good? And, you know, the three of us, I know we all get, you know, we all are cynical and have resentments and think, you know, I totally, it's, it's just who we are. But it's interesting talking about your resentments. It seems like you had you were you were thinking about what what makes them for you and where they sit with you and and are they uh, things you need to examine or things that you're like no I'm good at having this resentment yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. it seemed like you were thinking it through that today I, I well it was it's been a few days it's been uh, I don't know when that was maybe it was a couple of days ago but absolutely yeah. I was thinking one I, I do think. Um, and I have a mode that I wouldn't even necessarily call anger. It's just there's an intensity of feeling about something that I'm not yeah. necessarily angry. I'm just, um, I don't know, but I know it reads as anger. And I know even yeah. even like when I'm in that tweet thing where somebody's not getting my reaction, my response, yeah. it reads as anger. I actually ran into it today with someone from work uh, where they say, I know why you're mad. I'm saying, oh, I'm not mad. I'm just being, yeah. I, I just get intent. Like even now I'm probably getting a little, you know, intense. Um, <laughs> but I'm not mad. Uh, yeah. I just know, I know I can come off that way. So, you know. It, it is it is a lot with stupidity though. Yeah. I think we get impatient with stupid people. Yeah. It's really hard as, right? Just, well, and we all probably have this, but it's like, yeah. oh, and when you're on in these, the resentment's just like right there and anger, it's so easy. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but there's that. And I don't know what, I don't even know what that's called. Is that a resentment or is it just like, I'm just kind of impatient with to you. me is like a state of being you mm -hmm. know resentment anger is uh an emotion and it passes mm -hmm. and resentment sticks around mm -hmm. you know uh, that, yeah that's that's, good. The, that's kind of the way i think about it is if yeah. something if there's some affront and yeah. you get pissed off that's the anger but if 12 hours later you're still like motherfucker mm -hmm. then yeah. you know and if 12 days later you guys know how it goes right. but yeah. um yeah i don't know yeah. Note to self, don't go to Chris's barbershop. All oh, right, because I, I white passes at my barbershop. Um, <laughs> uh, sometimes, sometimes. Right. Um, sometimes. How do you get engaged in these things, Chris? These, you're just on Twitter. You follow a lot of people. Someone's on there talking about NA beer. You've probably seen that tweet a million times. A million and then times. all the responses. Yeah, and then all the responses, like, here it comes. Uh, and then how do you just like something just catches you the wrong way and you're like, all right, yeah, that's it. I'm sometimes going I, sometimes go. I went through a well, big period <laughs> where I checked out, you know, there's a whole year where I essentially didn't do anything. But now that I've been back, you yeah, know, yeah. I'm a bit more, uh, uh, I guess cautious with my engagement, not, not in terms of how I engage, but in terms of like, do I actually want to do, you know, invest any time in it. But sometimes I'm just like, see it. And I'm just like, here, hold my beer. I'm going in. Hold my NA beer, and uh, and yeah. and yeah, this was one just of those for sport, just for fun. Uh, like, yeah. No, well, in some ways, it was just I, 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 I might have been okay, but that this person just completely dismissed dismissed in a very smug manner. 
uh, that this person could enjoy it. But here's specifically my, my issue with with talking about NA anything. Um, uh, who the fuck cares? It doesn't have alcohol in it. Right. Who like it does? It, and and if nothing else, it is significant harm reduction. Um, and sure. uh, every single beer you replace with a non-alcoholic beer is significant harm reduction to someone, right. you know, in the throes of um, drinking of drinking. You know, yeah. sub- <laughs> dr- alcohol use, sub- yeah. you know, use issue, um, yeah. and. You know, and I think specifically in terms of myself, and it's only anecdotal, but I have to imagine now, since I've, you know, in the years that since I found out I'm not a unicorn, um, that I I know that if I had not just I I, I attempted when I you know the story's been told over and over on the on the podcast. Yeah. My if plan, you're new to this, my, we have yeah. talked about this my, a lot. My but plan was I was going to, to like reiterate. I'm like I guess I'll drink uh i don't know why i thought i'm like i'm gonna drink gatorade and i don't know water i guess i don't know because i didn't really drink a lot of soda and juice is just you know i was gonna try to get healthy and that's just a lot of whatever calorie you know sugar and shit and so i'm like i guess i'll drink gatorade and water um and coffee and (laughs) mixed together yeah, yeah. So yeah. In a story. So, so I was, you know, I was drinking Gatorade in place of when, you know, like with dinner and shit. And I'm just, at some point, I'm just like, I can't do this. This is not going to work. Um, it was about two weeks in. And I said, and I'd never, ever, ever, ever had a non-alcoholic beer. And and I'm like, I guess I'll try O'Doul's. And yeah. you know, I had no duels like about two weeks in, and it was terrible. Um, yeah. But I thought, but it's gonna, it, it's this or it's just not going to work. So yeah. I, I I made it work, and so I know from my perspective, I'm, yeah. I'm absolutely certain I would not have made it through the, those first months, and which allowed me to gain that traction if I hadn't been drinking non-alcoholic beer, which yeah. had no alcohol, which was the yeah. the damaging uh, factor in all of this, yeah. and whether or not you think that somehow there's uh, you haven't addressed a behavior that may be true. Um, but the behavior of popping the top off a bottle and raising it to my mouth isn't what was fucking my life up. It was what was yeah, in yeah. the bottle, um, you know. Totally. So uh, I'm okay with that. And it's and, and the harm reduction that it provides is just immeasurable. You know, it's incredible. So my yeah. my issue is those people could be discouraging and are and and have done so to many people. Discourage yeah. them from something that can genuinely help them be okay yeah. and 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 make it um and i hate that i really do that that's what it is and so yeah that's, anger i'm yeah. not i don't need to examine it. i know exactly why it pisses me off um <laughs> right and uh you know I, I and you know i think some resentment plays into that because you know if and that's why i was thinking about i think there are resentments that are Okay, I resent, in, in a sense, that this guy has the the ability and, and to some degree, the backing of uh, this, uh, y- you know, the um, implied backing of this uh, recovery modality that's established and been around forever with millions and millions of backing that he can throw out twelve stepisms and and ge- yeah. generalizations at me. Um, 
and yeah, somehow you got angry at him for being kind of a dick. Well, just in in general though, but also the yeah. notion that like you know in in AA and twelve step, I think NA beer is generally frowned upon. Historically I, and in a general sense, yeah. in a general yeah. sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, resent that um, because I don't think it's uh, healthy, yeah. ultimately for people, you know, a lot of people. So yeah. um, anyway, that's that's what that's where I came in okay. hot. I like it. I okay. I got two questions. Okay. So my first question is. So the resentment part of the recovery program is we they, the basis is people with addictions and uh, alcoholism cannot hold resentments and anger because we will go out and drink. That's the what the book says. Mm-hmm. That's what the, the thing says. Right. You just we're not normal people. We can't hold on to these things because ultimately it's going to get us drunk if we stew on this. So we still get them and we still get angry. I guess. What do we do with that? So I'm curious. Over the last two days, other than you wanted to talk about it Friday night for this show, were, were you resentful? Did you have this in your head for the last two days, or were you just like, this thing happened, you talked about it on Friday night, but it didn't. you didn't stew with it, I guess? No, or, no, no, no. Did, no. Yeah, like, you um, July. you're okay. You yeah, you need to go back and look at it, or... Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, you know? Yeah, well, okay, so, yes. I, I did, well... Uh, did you do anything you regret? Are you like, oh, oh God, I no. Said, okay, I'm no, just I, no, I, I wanted to mail that. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, uh, no, I was very much in uh, my old school, like, I want to crush this fucker uh, mode. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, I stopped short of that. But, you know, I, I, I you know, uh, in control of my self, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> of my wrath. Yeah. But, um, Keep going, guys. I got to grab a plug. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. That's uh, grabbing a plug. But no, I did not. I did not stew with it, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't seethe. I didn't, um, you know, uh, plot and connive and, and yeah, think, oh, yeah. how I'm going to come back and this isn't, you know, this isn't over. Uh, but yeah. I. But what it did, um, it it did, uh, you know. Fodder for the show, certainly. Um, sure. Just think something to think about and something to talk about. And it, it did uh, come on the heels of, um, you know, just, you know, my general thinking about uh, recovery coaching and all of that. I think I was dipping in and there was, there was somebody, had, you know, I'd seen somebody with offering advice that was just, uh, you know, it was... Um, you know, prohibitive and prescriptive about the things you could and couldn't do. And it was, and I'm just like, you know, it, it just, it, it doesn't work that way. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just think, you know, it just all comes back to that thing about people trying to, I don't know, be an expert in something where you just can't be. The only, the only person that can be an expert in their sobriety is themselves in a sense. Um, that is true. And uh, Very true. And, um, yeah, because despite, you know, similar traumas and similar behaviors and, and, and all of this, it's like it all gets mixed together and it comes out so supremely uniquely um, that, uh, yeah, that, that it, it, it sort of frustrates me. And I know people want the, the quick help thing. Well, that was the other thing. Sorry. I'm going to go off. I was just I was scrolling through to try to see if I could find uh, this one tweet in that first exchange. Um, because the 
person, oh, they might have deleted their, uh, oh no, what they said, uh, oh, they did. They deleted oh, or, it. Oh no, you know what, they blocked, the they blocked, hell? they blocked they me. They blocked you. They either blocked me, blocked. they either blocked, blocked me or deleted me, me which is a, a zipper deck. A, a coward. Uh, it's, it is. It's, it's a, a coward. Um, it's, it's, it's blinders, you know. Well, the president does it yeah. all the time, well, and that's really all you need to know. And and this person, I, so I, I did check out their timeline. They're definitely a, um, a follow of our, the gentleman in, or the no, not the gentleman, the douche, douchebag in the White House. Um, but no, they uh, they said something like uh, towards the end of it, like basically, I hope you don't kill any of your listeners on your little podcast. Meaning, you know, by endorsing, what? right? So, okay, so now you're getting mad, right? Okay, yeah, so, um, just absurd, right? right. It's not exactly. anger; it's absurd. It is absurd because, um, it, you know, you can take it, it, this poor, this poor individual, right? Just that's a funny. little bit confused. Yeah. That's funny. So, I don't think we have. I don't think we have killed anyone. No, I think. <laughs> no, I think. No. I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, I, God forbid, and uh, God, the God forbid. I don't believe in. Uh, but uh, I genuinely believe the opposite is the case. I and not to sound immodest, but um, I, I feel like we've, if anything, we've had the opposite impact. Um, exactly. And and it's actual, but, but just like just like religion, just like Christianity, just like any any way of thing. I, I always find AA people in AA, and from the time I've come to meetings, there are, there have been people who. To, or live the program and then feel that they it becomes a control issue with them and other people right mm-hmm. and they're very this is how it's done and they be, and it's hard not to they've been there for a long time egos get in the way and all that stuff and i think they mean well but in many ways their tactics are no better than anyone else have you know having settled that there is i've learned that most of the clichés are true and most of the stuff in the program Wait, but I've come to the point. I've gotten to the point where I tr- the the whole thing of NA beer and being judged and what your recovery program is and and what I'm my the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking and I'm going to take my fucking chair every week and I can give a fuck and I'll right. list, take what I need leave the rest and that's it and there's a lot of shit to leave <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying there's well, a lot of shit bravo. to take but that's, but that's it. it that's my <laughs> attitude with it is. And and there's all there's all kinds of people that mm. are ready to judge oh. and say things like, right. oh, you're gonna kill some, you're gonna kill, you're gonna go out and drink if you drink non-alcoholic beer, and we all three know it's like that's just not been our experience right. on any no. level. Right. No. no, but but the fact that there are people like that that have to mm. take this and put a big thing of judgment on mm. almost everyone's life that isn't doing it exactly the way they think it right. should be done. Absolutely, yeah, I, I absolutely. So I've I've encountered hundreds of you know how much unbidden advice have you gotten in meetings, Jeff, where an old timer will yeah. come up to you and say, "Listen, here's what you really need to do." Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I every time I'm just patiently smiling and nodding, and okay, great, and then it's over, and you move on with your day. You know, mm-hmm. but there there are a lot of people who I think employ the program. You know, alcohol people in. Uh, People with substance abuse issues and alcoholics, we like structure. Mm. Mm-hmm. When we come out the other side, we we like structure. And I think some people take the structure of the program affords them to a crazy place where yeah. all reality oh. has to be filtered mm-hmm. through. It's this where program. it's where thirteenth stepping comes from. You know what mm. I'm saying? It's that's exact same. 
I have figured out something, and it's not passing it on, freely giving it. It's it's con- using it as a control mechanism with guilt and manipulation. You know, and that's sure. That's, and it hap- You see it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yes, exactly. I I think all of that's true. And I think the 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 newer danger of that is, and I have to think it's. I I don't know any numbers. I'm just speculating and inferring. But I have to think that recovery coaching, in my anecdotal, subjective, observed experience is like exploding. Every fucking buddy's becoming a recovery coach. They get sober for a couple of years and then, you know what, I'm going to become a recovery coach because I'm sober now. Um, and, uh, I like it. It's and, like life. Yeah. And, Are you thinking what I'm thinking? No. We're in. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. We're doing so, this. Right. And that's exactly, and, and, and it, it, it is to their benefit to have prescriptive guardrails, the right way to do it, you know what I mean? Because that's what you, you can sell, right? Yeah, um, it's a brand. And we need, uh, to, we need to get a recovery it. coach on here. Can we get a recovery yeah, coach? Fuck recovery coaches. Just uh, to beat up. No, it would. No, just to find out, like, or or someone who's been through a recovery coach that would it surprise you to know did. we've had a recovery coach on here? Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. Um, at least one, Probably. um, or at least, so, at least someone that is one now. Gotcha. Correct. Correct. I want, I want to get someone who's, who's using a recovery coach to see if it actually works. Like there are probably people I'm who sure benefit from this. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. I'm sure there are. Sure. But so, but here's the thing. So, so the other, and there's been a bit of this and maybe cause I spent a little bit more time on social, on the, the recovery side of social media that this past, oh, cause I was off for five days. That's why I had more time to fuck around on recovery social media. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and so I, somebody liked something I tweeted on our channel or something or, or the, the uh, show link or something. And I went and looked at their thing, their, their bio and, uh, there's somebody barely any followers, barely any. Not not that it's about how much sobriety. But again, it's like you get two years under your belt, and you're like, I'm a recovery coach, and uh, right. They had uh, my it, you know they have their site is basically their marketing their what they know about. They're gonna, they're selling what they know about sobriety. It's like yeah. get my ten tips to stay sober, ten dollars now. Uh, introductory price before it goes up to $20 or more. And I'm just like, <laughs> so somebody is charging a dollar a tip of their, their 10 tips. Wow. With, for uh, My how, first tip, don't drink. Right, of how right. to stay sober. Right. And I was just like. Uh, or I'm you like, could die. It's up to you. Yeah. 10 bucks or death. I'm like, get it now before it goes up to $20 right. or more. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, so the, the, mar- the marketing's gross. The notion of it is gross. And so I just it's put a out. free market. I put out. go up to 25. So hey, we'll see how this racket takes. I put out what may be our one and only, what I've now dubbed and trademarked, sobriety tip. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Don't just it. a sobriety tip. Just a sobriety tip. Don't pay <laughs> anyone for sobriety tips. Um <laughs> It, you know, you and you know, if someone's not willing to share the, their tools of recover of their recovery successes freely, fuck them. Uh, you know, there are plenty of people that will share the exact same knowledge for free and instantly, um, and uh, that's what I believe. Yeah, I'm with you. It's it's tough. True. 
it's hard. It, that, it's a it's a hard road to walk about whether there's treatment centers and there's recovery coaching and there's I think I, I do think people if they are in a space and they like I would pay to go to a retreat. I would pay for a lot of experiences that are will better my life. You whatever mm-hmm. those are. Those are things that. And so I do think there is a market for something like that. But I agree when you're when you're brand new, desperate, it's tough, right? Like to yeah. monetize those things or, you know, 10 bucks for 10 tips. It's just like, oh, man, yeah. Yeah, it makes bad. me it makes me more sad than angry, yeah. you know, because because it's just preying yeah. on really desperate, susceptible people. Um. All right. Well, that's crazy. And, you know, I mean, I we've been up and down. We've been through recovery centers. We've been through. It's just it's a really sticky, gross place mm-hmm. uh, to be. You know, it's tough mm-hmm. because I when I really think about it, like, did I need to go to a treatment center to get sober? Not necessarily, but at the same time, I needed somewhere to go. Yeah. In that's a very good. practical, like. Yeah. I shelter need to physically kind of right. sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you know but Jeff you went to my loft this needed to stop so uh, <laughs> it, did. it did you need to remove that, yourself right right and did it help that that space that I sought was filled with people who you know were getting sober yeah, yeah. no doubt yeah um but then again that was 40 bucks a week so <laughs> and that yeah, that yeah. final one though it wasn't like a it was a a a resource like it was a haven it was a a um it was it was a, a, almost like a place to land as opposed to some place that was trying to acquire you as right. as a bed f- person to fill a bed in their luxury you know yeah. And uh, whatever system, you know, to to oh, process, completely. right? Like the idea of them running a print ad, right? Like the first exactly. step house, right? Make it's fucking laughable. Right. It it was a place you went to because you got kicked out at the Salvation right. Army, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Right. It was the last place right. you were gonna land. It's not a place that's you funny. shop for. No. Uh, okay. That's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah, it's I, it's funny. I love I. I like hearing your resentments, Chris, and I like hearing these. I do too. Yeah, these things that that catch you because they are. Yeah, just right. thinking about that whole Twitter conversation, we've seen it a million times, and how how quickly the knives and judgments just right. come out, and everyone needs to tell you something. Hmm. Everyone has an opinion about it, and that's what's just. And they have to tell you, and they are so oh, right yeah. in theirs, mm-hmm. and it's just. It uh, yeah, it's crazy. I was I was listening to a podcast. The other, they're not on beer reviews, and it, it was just because they had reviewed our beers. But it was just funny how all these experts, yeah, it every I just I thought like everyone on here is kind of a dope. No one really knows anything, hmm. <laughs> you know. And this is so it's, and we've always said we're not experts at all. Right. Have no, nothing to offer no. as far as you know, other than this is just we've politely here's how we've done it with some hmm. kind of good advice and. The, the the paths to recovery are so numerous that when people say there's only one way, and I go to AA all the time, and so I would be the most likely of the three of us to be that person, mm. and I don't feel that way anymore. You know, and yeah, I barely yeah. felt that when I started this, but I don't feel that way anymore after so many things we've been on. Sure. It's like, 
you are right. There is harm reduction. There is so many ways to not drink, get sober, be happy. And no one's I, I go to a meetings and I'm like, is anyone in this meeting honestly living a, a more fulfilled, happy, enlightened life than I am? Right. And, and you know what I'm saying? Are you are you are you happier? Have you no. <laughs> We're all yeah. in the same fucking boat of humanity that's just like really no one in here has figured it mm-hmm. out you no, know absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not we've learned how to not drink one day at a time that's about it yeah <laughs> right. so it's right. funny yeah um it, so a couple things one i was just thinking about the pl- the last place you went what was it called first step house yeah the first step house. yeah see to me that despite almost because of like the 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 cost of that place is almost just the cost of of uh that's a cost that's like the cost of staying open is what they charged you they didn't they weren't not even yeah not exactly even that, yeah. exactly it was like great at a at a uh at a multi hundred thousand dollar loss yeah, every year exactly yeah. so it's it's a it's a token and uh, yeah. uh, uh, in a sense and i can absolutely like like I, I not can I do absolutely respect that and I certainly um you know it, it helped you and that speaks uh volumes um and uh all all that it got me off thinking was you know when I talk about we wouldn't want to work with or or take um you know recovery as advertising and they certainly probably don't have the money to do it, but I'd certainly promote someplace like that or that place specifically um mm-hmm. because I I think and just that's exactly doing it the right way, but and and one of the cool things was about it was it really was the community that sustained it. You know, I mean the the food it's three meals a day and everyone ate well and uh, the facility is nicer than it had any right to be, hmm. um, but all the time was donated. It just it was kind of a nice little uh, little system. Drunks taking care of drunks, um, but yeah, I would recommend it, and I have freely recommended yeah. it. But at the same time. It's weird. It's not for everybody. Like me at age 39, I could do it. Mm. If you were to put me in there at 29, I would have lasted 20 minutes right. and tried to burn the place to the ground. And, <laughs> you know, um, it's just a it's a moment in time as much as it is a place. Is it a a um, an organization? Are there those in different cities, different states? Or is that a no? It's a, an individual Visible. thing, huh? Yeah, literally built by a bunch of guys who uh, needed somewhere to have their meetings. Hmm. And uh, a bunch of them were in construction and in the trades, you know, and uh, yeah, iron workers. And they were like, yeah, we can build a building. So there you go. go. <laughs> what What's comparable in St. Louis, like Harris House? Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think Harris House is probably the isotope, most similar, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, first step, just like Harris House, first step houses had a couple of different locations. Um, yeah. They bounced around until they got the funds to build this place. But um, uh, yeah, it's great. And I, you know, I mean, Jeff, you and I have gone, we've gone to Harris House together, haven't we? And we Salvation Army, definitely. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All those I places. Like, yeah. I like that kind of, I don't know, there's something comfort- comfortable about that kind of raw, a little bit more desperate new sobriety that mm-hmm. I like, you know, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I wish I, I more than at any time in my sobriety. Now I kind of want to go to a meeting, you know, mm-hmm. like a real meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, I felt it last week. I'm like, fuck, oh, wow. I just want to go. Wow. Some people. And, yeah. uh, 
and talk about drinking, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Those those are the best meetings in the sense that, you know, you are on your last hope. These mm. are the last hope places, right? You've probably right. got, if you had money, you went to a treatment center and you flunked out of that. And then you probably went to another treatment center and you flunked out of that. And then by the time you hit Salvation Army, there's just nowhere else to go, right? Mm-hmm. Or first right. step house or Harris house. It's like this is so you're you're desperate. You're probably done. You know, you're at your bottom. Yeah. Or God hope hope you're on your way up. Right, sure. right. You're not. There's that last relative that would take you. Yeah. Uh, no, like you've, you've burned through like, all those opportunities. All those exactly. Right. Right. There are no couches left to crash on for sure. Yeah. Um, totally. Have you been going to Zoom meetings? Have you been at a Zoom meeting, Matt? I have been, but I haven't been going. But I want to go. I told my mom I'd go to one. Uh, and, you know, you don't want to fuck with my mom. Yeah, so sure. uh, You don't. But I, are you going to go Wednesday? I am. I've been going Wednesdays, yeah. Give me an invite? Yeah, totally. Crash on in, baby. Yeah. I'll tell, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll hook you up, Matt. I will hook you up. Jeff, I know people. I can get you in at the door, man. Get me on the list. I will. I'll put you on the list. That's no problem. Do you have to be checked out? Do they, like, background check or something? No, no, no. They just, uh, you just need to be, just to get someone to send you the email. There's, Mm -hmm. there's a guy who runs it who's just, I'll say this guy. Send this guy this email. So it's just. But you do need it. to send him several headshots. <laughs> they do. <laughs> and some shirtless for some reason. I don't know. That's yeah, weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He said it's part of the process. That's I trust funny. him. It's <laughs> funny. I will say that in that meeting, that non-alcoholic beer. Just, just when I first started, non-alcoholic beer was like, oh, no one would ever drink right. it, and they would give you shit. Oh, oh yeah. And and then even before I started my thing. You know, I still talked about it because it's part of my recovery story. My sponsor, Brad, Jake, you know, we would drink it, some, you know, just like whatever. And so then it would come out that, oh, lots of people, some guys in the meeting actually did it. And we all went out to dinner afterwards and some of us would order this. And it just kind of became a thing. And there was like, hey, are you sure about this? And then the conversation, normal conversations about it. Oh, it doesn't have alcohol in it. It's, it's something I used as a tool. And. Now I would say that meeting doesn't care anymore. I think mm. we've convinced the 36 guys in that meeting, like, nah. And some of them now buy my product and buy all our stuff, mm. and they're totally cool with it. So I don't know if that's happened throughout I, A with with non-alcoholic beer having a thing. I don't know if more people in recovery are finding it and using it. But, mm. yeah, I think it's – I don't know how that started or it, – it seems like – definitely something in the old days to put your foot down on and just be a curmudgeon about without yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. And um, so all absolutely. of a sudden it became this, but nowhere in the book does it say anything about it. It doesn't, you know, it's just not part of the thing. It's just, sure. so anyway. It's, and th- sure. I think there's a whole new, not generation in terms of individual age, but yeah. gen- generation of people getting sober regardless of their age. That are being yeah. that are getting sober in this world that now has so many non-alcoholic spirit and beer options. It's insane how many it's non-alcoholic insane. spirits yeah. there are. Like that's what really. I, I mean, agree. the beer part doesn't necessarily blow me away as, nearly as much. Although it is surprising given that it used to just be like Odules and Sharps and yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the other one? I don't know. But um, Caliber, Caliber, yeah, like Saint occasionally Pauli a Caliber Carol. and a Saint Pauliene, but. Uh, there's so many in the beer, but the spirits are crazy, and yeah. uh, or just like different 
I don't even know what they there are like wines or I don't know like just different beverage. <laughs> be, they're like yeah. beverages that I'm like, what is this? But it's I know, like savory. I, yeah. I have tried them all. Well, we had Seed Lip when it very first right. came out. Remember? Yeah. We and I oh, don't yeah. know. And I was never a cocktail drinker, so just. No. But I could. I guess I was a beer guy, so this made sense. But if you were a cocktail drinker, I wonder if, if this is like. If it's the same exact thing, it's a tool, right? It's like yeah. I can go out and have a cocktail, and I'm not drinking. I mean, super, it's, yeah, yeah, you know? and there's absolutely, yeah. There's a uh, who is it? Somebody I follow. She's um, she's in recovery. Um, or I don't know if she was so. Yeah, in recovery. Just wrote a book. Um, of uh, non-alcoholic drink recipes using, you know, all these new uh, non-alcoholic spirits. And she's always posting, oh, like, cool. uh, you know, like, just quick, not even a review, just, like, quick little, like, picture of one. Like, I just got this one, and it's amazing yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, that there's, you know, a, a non-alcoholic cocktail mixology book coming out is you know amazing um yeah it's amazing yeah and uh you know it's 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 not some little like pamphlet thing it's like a legit glossy big well-designed book by you know somebody that you know she's written for you know a bunch of uh, top tier publications so wow it's interesting yeah that is cool Let's do a book of uh, cannabis recipes without cannabis, like <laughs> hash brownies, but without hash. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Brownies. Well, I was thinking about this. You know, the there's there's the people that are alcoholics that the ten percent of the population just can't drink, and then there's people who have trouble with alcohol. Right? There's a thirty percent, let's say, who comes to the conclusion that drinking's not great, and and I see lots of them in our business. Who just are like I'm, I quit drinking and I feel so much better. I'm not going back, but I don't know if it was something that was causing you problems. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. right. And so that, but I think, I, but I wonder with CBD cannabis, like microdosing of whatever psilocybin and all that. I think in three or four years, that's going to take over spaces that people who have trouble drinking will discover these products and be fine with them. And I wonder where how they will play a role. If you think drinking non-alcoholic beer it's a meeting, wait till get people come in and say I had a THC beer and mm. it was fine or whatever. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, or right. a half CBD, half THC, or half, mm. you know, uh, five milligrams of mushrooms and really enjoyed it. Or I don't know, but the way that those things will are, will be consumed is going to be is going to be in drinks. I mean, it just is, and it's just going to be interesting, yeah. mm -hmm. right? Like how that plays itself out with people like us people in recovery from whatever and then just problem drinkers and, right. and whatever and i think i i think people who drink alcohol are going to switch over <laughs> to yeah these beverages because alcohol is just so oh, shit right. as yeah. far as just a yeah you know like it's crazy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well you know it certainly has its uh deficits with hangovers and just if you're trying to live a functioning life, a functional lifestyle. Oh, totally. Um, and you're not an alcoholic, but maybe you like to drink a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I can't imagine right. someone like that existing, yeah. but maybe they do. And I, and I just think about it with my son. I'm like, I would so much rather have, he's, they're going to start doing drinking. Mm -hmm. 
or smoking weed or doing whatever. And I'm like, God, I'd so much rather do weed and yeah. not be drunk. Right. Fuck. Like mm-hmm. so many reasons. Just it's crazy mm-hmm. how how str- how much I fear drinking for him yeah. versus like yeah. smoking weed. I'm like, yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah. Probably, maybe not. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's I've, had, I've had some real Sorry. honest talks with my kids about that. Yeah, and it's really hard for me to hide how strongly I vilify alcohol because not just because the role it's played in my life, but yeah. my view on the role it plays in society. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just I go to the mat. For alcohol is evil, right? But there's still a lot of me that's like weed isn't that bad, yeah. you know. There's like a lot, I know. Of, uh, a lot, lot of that, that you, surviving. So I don't know if I haven't heard about it in a while. But you're talking about kids and smoking weed, and I absolutely, you know, I'll co-sign that. I prefer that to, to alcohol. But uh, there was um, and actually, we knew some. We know someone whose son was smoking weed. We all know them. Uh, and they got this, there's a syndrome that was happening. I don't know if it's still happening where kids smoking weed were like getting like, um, I want to say like rashes and they were like vomiting. Like it was causing them to like vomit. Um, and, uh, I forget. I I read, this was like months ago. I I read about it maybe a year ago, but, uh, I looked into it and it's a thing. I mean, it was happening all yeah. over and they, they couldn't quite pinpoint it, but thought maybe it had to do with like, and I certainly have no idea what it's like now, but um, you know, stronger strains of weed and more intense, you know, THC concentrations. And Let's see that. Um, so uh, if they do, he's got to make sure storm slow. <laughs> like, Start us off. That's a good right. I guess that is scary. Um, that is scary. Cause you're yeah. absolutely right. But yeah, it was and, the potency. Yeah, the potency. Yeah. Or just yeah. you don't even know what's in something. Right. Yeah, like how much or whatever. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm sure. Like, it's you, oh, so yeah. Fun. I mean, you guys, you guys have been, it's so regulated. It's so regulated. Like, I feel like the products sold in an Illinois dispensary yeah. are safer than a lot of the products on the shelves at grocery stores just because of the hoops they need to jump through in order to sell this shit in the first place. You oh, know? Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's that just. Sorry, there's a, a comment in the Ben says uh, vape cartridges with vitamin E acetate may have been right. what was okay. Uh, so maybe it's they were doing both or something. Yeah, the vitamin E is uh, a you know like a whatever solvent they use commonly in vape cartridges. That's no bueno. Really no bad. Gotcha. It also had pop popcorn lung. I know you probably heard about that. A lot of people were about having some lung problems. Yeah. Uh, that was more jewel, uh, I think, but I don't know. The THC cartridges, a lot of them have bad solvents in them. Interesting. Okay, so maybe that's what was going on. Uh, yeah, I never, I didn't get the the follow up on that story. So it sounds like we got it figured out. <laughs> it, what would you? Are all the recovery houses though closed because of the virus? Like, is first up? I don't you know. I, I drive by Salvation Army and there's still people there. But I'm like yeah. there's still guys outside that you that are smoking cigarettes and, you know, working there, but they're going through this program, but I'm like, Yeah, what's going on at treatment centers? Like I just, wager that first step house is open and trying to do business as usual because it's in a pretty red area hmm. and you know, like I I don't like think there are a lot of people walking out, like, We're doing this. Yeah. Right, wearing masks and shit. I think they're like, Yeah. 
That would be my guess. Hmm. And also, there's just a certain level of desperation where it's like, hey, I know that COVID-19's lethality is this, right? But I may be dead from drinking in the next couple of days. Yeah. A higher chance that could happen, you know? Right. Like, you have to play, you have to play the, math, the numbers a little bit. If you, if you think about, yeah, I think about my bottom. If you just think about your mindset at your bottom, you def, definitely wouldn't worry about COVID-19. <laughs> No. <laughs> when you're done, you're like, COVID what? What are you fucking it's talking under 50 about? Under 50%? The fatality rate. Under 50? All right, let's go. Uh, let's roll. Let's do this. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. So, hey, we uh, we made it all the way to about, uh, well, we're at about know, well, five, ten more minutes. But, but. Uh, does anybody else have any burning desires yeah i and i've never i always get that wrong i that means something you need to say yeah it's okay. just something that's gonna make you drink like i oh. am so fucking angry or resentful at some right. fucker or whatever happened right right or i know you guys need an update on my girlfriend so <laughs> i get one before the end of the meeting you guys are all yeah <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of burning desires are, are of that ilk. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Hey, I know I already said it at the beginning of the meeting and in the middle, but I'm selling <laughs> raffle tickets for the potluck, and uh, yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. She just got out of treatment today, and I'm letting her move back in with me. I know you guys think this is a bad idea. <laughs> it's going to work this time. Gonna work We're going to count her pills. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're going to counter pills. I'm in charge of her drugs now, so I know she's not going to overdose because I actually give them to her. Nice. Right. So okay. she'll be all right this time. I swear, you guys. We're... <laughs> I love her. I don't know what the problem is. Okay. It, it, if, if only it were fiction, Jeff. Chris, the moral, this story changes when a couple weeks later this guy comes to the meeting and is like, yeah, well, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god, this no, guy. Just this has got on for like six months or two, like a year of just every week these wacky fucking updates of this woman and we're like, I don't think this is gonna work out and then finally like yep. she's dead. Just, and, you know the interesting thing is I didn't have to go to a meeting for that. I had those people in my family. Um, <laughs> literally over for Thanksgiving. You know. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. The crazies. Well, the, literally the update on my old lady. The old lady was there often at Thanksgiving, and uh, and she's dead. <laughs> but <laughs> oh no, <laughs> this actually happened. Yeah, this actually real yeah. life. Yeah, no, um, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, Matt, how are you? Know, you? How, how's life with went you? Around What's the going? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm uh, talking about. Life with me is all right, man. It's uh, it's okay. I I've I don't know. I don't know, guys. I think I need, you know, like when you keep dogs inside too much and then mm. you need to socialize them with other dogs. I, I told you guys before we got on cam, got on mic uh, or on camera rather that earlier today I had an actual meeting with actual human mm. beings in the flesh. Rock my world. Like there are all kinds of social things that, you know, all these strengths you have that you, you don't flex or tendencies you have that you haven't used in months. Um, so anyway, that was enlightening. But eh, life goes on. I got nothing. Yeah. I'm just I'm tired of everything. Hmm. I find myself I find myself frequently uh, bored. And that 
that's big for me because I can usually keep myself pretty well entertained. So it's not the entertainment's fault. It's definitely me. This is definitely an inside job. Hmm. Um, you know, it's not like I can't find anything compelling to read. No, the shit's there. Hmm. Yeah. It's just something in me isn't uh, picking up on the compelling part. Um, so I don't, I don't know if it's like low level depression or if it's just the malaise and the ennui of this fucking thing that we're all still grinding through. I don't know. Yeah. How are you guys handling things these days? I was I was in a good I was in a good mood this week. Like I was like, oh yeah, I feel I'm feeling good about just really trying to wake up and let everything go and totally try to be in the moment and really be intentionally practicing that so that helped a lot because the longer this goes on and the longer you're just like no one knows what's you know mm-hmm. when schools and future and summer vacation and nothing there's just nothing on the books and you can't plan anything so it is kind of crazy and and but yeah so i had a, i had a reasonable week after having a couple like you know you can drive yourself pretty crazy I think. oh yeah <clears throat> yeah but uh, I think I think we should let's get together Sunday. Matt, you wanted to talk something. Let's go to a park and we'll all hang out. I like, love it. Sure. Right, on the I'll Lord's see. Day. Yeah, is that cool? Chris, what are you doing Sunday? <clears throat> Getting together at a park somewhere. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you are. Um, all right. <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah. All right, well, sure. I'll send a note. See if we can make it happen. Uh, you were telling be... me that, that all the kids were doing the hammocks. Oh, right. That <laughs> That's kid? funny. We're doing hammocks, man. Yeah, it was me. Getting hamskied. Getting hamskied in their hammocks, yeah. It was actually a really kind of charming thing, you know? That it's this harmless, yeah, we go hang in our hammocks. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that's so cool. There's a little, the place where you live, Chris, and, you know, where my kids Mm -hmm. live most of the time is really pretty special. It's kind of like, there's a lot of definite mayberry vibe but there's also a progressive vein kind of running through and a dark underbelly and, uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> dark yeah. seamy underbelly right. yeah. it's got sorted stories in the dark corners yeah. of webster gross no that's fine. that's cool it's cool right. but yeah uh yes let's do it figure it out okay hang out somewhere uh i like it bring a blanket i'll bring an acoustic guitar we just Sweet. jam <laughs> a hacky sack. Yeah. Uh, oh, we could play. We could play frisbee. Mm, oh, frisbee. Yeah. Because you're pretty far away. And, yeah. And we just don't, you know. I'm fucking sneeze on that frisbee. Yeah. With, don't sneeze on the frisbee, right? With tongs. Yeah. Frisbee tongs. <laughs> I I keep reading that outdoors okay. You can be outdoors for some reason. That's what the experts say, and I'm believing the experts that outdoors is a lot less with distance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Discs. and masks. Do you yeah. guys wear masks when you go out? Uh, you I do, right? Do, so you have to. Yes. Like if I'm driving alone, I'm yeah. not wearing a mask. Right. But if I'm encountering anybody, yeah, I wear yeah. one. Uh, totally. And I guess that's just my naive take. I just, I don't go out. So like, I'm so, the few times I have been out, like, like I've met my team in the parking lot twice in like the past, I don't know, month. And, uh, like I walk up on people, I forget about state. I'm like, whoa, whoa, shit, sorry. I'm like, like I don't know what I'm doing. And you know, I like I forget to put on my mask, and I'm like walking yeah. up to them, talking. I'm like, oh god damn it. But yeah, so I don't have it. Like in, <laughs> you're completely different. You're like hugging everyone, <laughs> super hands. Uh, <yeah. laughs> 
Yeah. So I don't know. All right. Well, cool. So I'll I'll be careful though. I promise. Okay. I and I live with a militant lunatic, uh, germaphobe. Mm. So, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes when I'm like you, Chris, sometimes when I'm not here. I'll loosen up a little bit, mm. but that means like I'm still wearing a mask, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> just I'm not in a hermetically sealed bubble, you know? Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, um, good show. Yeah, I'm glad we worked through your resentments, Chris. Uh, they're still there. I am too. Yeah. Still there. yeah, that's right. I'm Jeff. coming they're for not you. to be solved. Yeah. Isn't and that you know what we've what? learned today? You know what? If you're, if you're on Twitter, if you're on yeah. social media and you're fucking with people yeah, about drinking an NA or, yeah. you know what, if they're doing uh, whatever the active ingredient in cocaine is, they're just snorting some random powder that has no uh, active <laughs> thing, you know, I'm coming for you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm out there. You got I'm, Yeah. I'll you be guys, there. I have never, people who drink non-alcoholic beer don't drink regular beer in recovery. I, I, there's just right. that's just not true. <laughs> no, I don't know it's about that. It's not a relapse thing. It's not no, a relapse no. gateway. I, anyway. I oh, used shit. to uh, tell people at family events I was drinking non-alcoholic beer, but it was real beer, guys. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so good job, I'm... Matt. Every, everyone at your family event right. was like, Matt told us he was drinking non-alcoholic beer, but he kept getting drunk. So we know it was the oh, non-alcoholic beer's right. fault. There are no secrets. I'm here. playing this there off, guys. No they all know. All right, boys. All right. Hey, uh, speed. Have a good weekend. Uh, no, we're going to see another Sunday. Yeah. I'm going to call you guys. Find okay, us on bye. social media. Just look for Good us. Day. Rate us on iTunes. Check out uh, djfm.com. And uh, yeah, be cool. Be cool.